Does your opinion of a t-shirt change when you notice someone wearing the exact same shirt? If it does, then you're in good company. Today we'll be taking a closer look at some of the daily habits and social conventions that make up the monotony of life. Let's crave cold water on a hot day, then rue the copper that keeps your water impossibly warm (laughs) and also ruins the national broadband network. (laughs) Grab your knitting needles and a blanket because it's time for three old friends to sit around and sew a new patch into their quilt of friendship. So join me, Dion, under the covers with Christian and Josh. Welcome to Patchwork. Now, before we get started, a couple of patches ago, uh, Dion had some drinks with a bunch of friends. We were all there, and I got criticised and lambasted. I think that's an appropriate use of the word. Lambackstrapped. Lambastrapped. <laughs> <laughs> um, for drinking all of the beer that Dion brought for the party. So, mm. I, I felt attacked in the moment. I didn't defend myself very well. Mm. So, I just wanted... I had, a, I had a think... I had a long time to think about this. <laughs> so, a few things came to mind. So, the first point, um, with the beer. So, you bought yep. the beer. You, you said it was premium beer for the party. Yes. And you were like, it was for everyone. Mm-hmm. If I didn't drink those, you just wanted the beer to remain in your house, in your possession. Is that right? Yeah, I guess so. It, yes, yes, in a way. Yeah. yeah, I would have held on to that beer. And then, yeah. The- Which is interesting, right? Because do you, do you then have a limit? You went, well, I bought it that each person would be allowed <laughs> to have two beers. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I the think, limit for me was you not drinking all of it. <laughs> I think that's the idea is I supplied beer for everyone. I didn't supply beer just for Josh. Sure. And so what I reckon the policy mm-hmm. could maybe be next time, Dion, yep. is instead of like, oh, there's beer in the fridge, help yourself, which is what I do because we have beers at our house. It's like, oh, there's, there's goats in the fridge, go nuts, yep. is I'll get you one. And then you can limit... You can Ooh. limit how many beers everyone gets. No, no, but I no. Have you're saying Dion has to cut you off. Yeah, no, 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 no. The free beer comes with a delivery service as well. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. What's the name of that? I'm not John. Sherpa. John Boozle or whatever the. John. <laughs> John. John. Jimmy John, Jimmy, 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 Jimmy Briggs. Jimmy Briggs. I was gonna say John delivers. <laughs> So, so is the Otis not on? Like, because my interesting point is, you my interesting point. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll decide that. Is that you would rather there be beers left in the fridge than they all get drunk mm, by one person? I reckon yes. Christian, what so about what's you? What's the limit? Yeah. What, what about you, Christian? Would you rather, like, if you bought ten beers and one person drinks them all, would you rather have some left over or have one person drink? Like I think. 10? I think the confusion is that Dion is irked that you had all the beer. I think that's what it is, right? It's not about uh, how much beer everyone has, how much beer you have at the place. It's more so that it was your intention, which was, (laughs) oh, there's beer. I'll just have that that was supplied by the host. The amazing thing is, Josh, is you've had two weeks to think of this and, and all you come no, up no, with is a, is a delivery service no, but what in I, addition to the free beer. No, no, but I'm because then you can regulate and go, oh, no, there's not left or the, oh, that's for other people or something. The point is... No, well, that, no the that, point that practically is, that can't work. But the point is, I didn't take anyone else's beer. No yes. one who wanted a yes. beer was denied a beer because I'd drunk it. Yeah, so, so it's like mm. logically... And technically, Josh, you have done nothing wrong. Sounds like a this win is- to me. <laughs> it's, but, but as per this show, we discuss the social faux pas. Yes. Mm. The technicality doesn't matter. It's about what lingers in people's minds after the fact. Sure. Well, uh, speaking of that, Josh, would you would it make you think twice again? So let's say you went over to a person's house that had beers that were supplied. Would you... Would you drink all of them and then leave a mess? Um, depending on the vibe of the night, because it seemed like a pretty boozy night. Yeah. And I drank through my what I'd brought. Yes. 
Mm. Um, and so then being quite drunk, he's like, yeah, well, there's beer here. I'll keep drinking it. Yeah. So and I, I think, I I think in that instance, Dion, you want to facilitate a boozy night, right? Like you want to be the, the person who says, let's not stop this. Let's keep going. You never Have wanna, the beers. Yeah. yeah. You, you never want an undersupply. And to be honest, I love the fact that Josh... You were happy to keep the night going. You were happy to get boozy. Josh is the captain of the booze and saying, <laughs> guys, follow behind me. The Pied Piper of drunkenness. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And it did... The uh, Pied Pinter. Uh, <laughs> thank you. The Pint Piper. Uh, wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> so much better. Um, the other, just quickly, the other couple of things. So there was that weird message that I sent afterwards that was like, <laughs> left heaps of dishes. So sorry. Yeah. And I was like, why did I send that? And mm. I realized what it is. Normally at those events, what I'll do in terms of my effort is I'll help clean up and I'll do a lot of the dishes. Yep. And the other point, on because it was like, oh, Josh didn't bring any food or anything, I man the barbecue. I like to functionally... Oh, that's a good point. When I go to those things, I'm not going to bring the packet of chips, but functionally, I'll help with that. And that's why I felt bad about the dishes because like, I don't feel I did my part because mm. normally that's something I would happily help with if I'm not going to help on the bringing food side of do things. Do you know what? The barbecue thing, I think the person who occupies the barbecue, do they get enough credit? Generally, because there's yes. a couple of things. No, but there's oh. a couple of things. But they stink. Can I? No, they no, 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 no. It's not about the stink. It's like the stench is one thing. Oh. It's it's an easy job, and people make it out as if it is way more difficult. Mm. That's why people like going to the barbecue because all you need to do is turn whatever there is on there. The exception to that is if you've got steaks. And steaks need to be cooked quite well. Whereas like a burger but, or a sausage, can you I can't ask, really stuff that how, up. Can I ask, how often, Josh, are you receiving a steak from the barbecue at a group event and going, this isn't cooked to my liking, no, this but, steak? No, no, no. But you just not, take it as you're given it, You right? do, yeah, yeah, you yeah. do. But it could be, but that's the only thing I can think of that you can kind of stuff up. They're like, oh, this got overcooked, it's quite dry. Out of interest, mm. when you're cooking something for someone else... How much um, sort of reinforcement do you need in terms of how you've cooked the meal? How many questions will you ask? Christian, if you if I come over, you cook me a lovely meal, you might make a salad, a pasta, whatever. Mm-hmm. How many, like, how much are you wanting from me to indicate it's that good, I'm enjoying it? Yeah, it's a good question because if you were silent, I'd take it as I've done something wrong. But I think it's with the first spoonful or forkful. Yeah. <laughs> the moment that you have the first taste, I want to see a, oh, L- lovely, thank you, and that's it. Will a sound suffice? Uh, mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'd be happy with an. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want an exaggerated one, but I think just just a sound or a comment, and then moving on. That's enough. Because I think generally, I'll just give it. Oh, this is great. Yeah, this is really nice. Really, that yeah. thing. Yeah, but you don't know the different tastes. Doesn't matter. <gasps> Did you hear that? No, I think no, it, it does. Yeah, I think it, no, but I th- <laughs> no. For me, for me. I remember cooking for Josh and thinking getting a compliment for Josh for food is good because it means it's accessible to the masses. <laughs> because so, no, no, but honestly, sometimes you'll make something that might have you know it's it's like super lemony, let's say. Yeah. And Josh, you don't love mushrooms, and so sometimes you don't want the mushroom flavor to be too out there. You want it to just kind of blend in. And so if you're like, oh, this is really nice, you're like, great, I have made a meal that everyone can enjoy. 
See, the thing is, because I don't cook heaps, but when I do, I'm desperate for feedback. So I'll ask my housemate, oh. George, or I was like, and I criticized myself. I was like, this has too much celery in it, right? It's like, yes, go to less celery. I'm like, just tell me what should I do better next time? I want that feedback because I'm not going to be able to decide for myself. What, what, mm. what is your number one meal that you cook, Josh? What uh, is, and does it, is it number one for you or does it rival, does it rival like the lasagnas that are burritos made Burritos well? pretty great. Burritos. I can say, Josh, really? because of Josh's experience working at a Mexican restaurant years ago, I think that you've been exposed to the cuisine and you understand what's mm. involved with a good burrito. You've taught me how to fold a burrito. Yeah, folds great. And I will be forever grateful for that because a burrito well packed is one yeah. of the best meals you can enjoy yeah it's, it's a sandwich on steroids you know what mm. it's the density when it's nice oh. and dense yeah great. do you know what else is great as well when you're making if you're making the insides the protein in the burrito you can have that the next day but then have the other stuff fresh the oh. burrito bowl oh the follow-up so burrito good. bowl and yep. that's the beauty of the burrito <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting at the lights the other day and I caught eye of a little poster for a lost pet. And it mm. struck me because you see them around every now and lost cat, lost dog with a nice photo of the animal. Um, and I realized I don't, I'd never lost a pet and I never had to put one of those up. And I wonder mm. how successful generally they are. Uh, as someone who has owned pets, I've always been reticent to put the posters up too quickly. And I always uh, wonder yeah. in my mind oh, wait, what? at what point that is because... It's it's a wild like ultimately cats go for a wonder, right? Cats go for wonders, right? Oh. Maybe not a dog. I've never owned a dog, but I've had two cats, and I remember once driving home, a couple of kilometers away from my home, and seeing my cat walking in the opposite direction. <laughs> I drove past him. It was like we looked at each other in the eyes. I'm like, what are you doing out here? So I I went, grabbed him, put him in the front seat, and drove him home. But I don't know where he goes. Like, I know that cats take their own little journeys mm. around the neighbourhood. Well, thinking back on it, when I was a kid in our neighbourhood, there was like a neighbourhood dog called Dudley that just wandered the street. And you knew which yeah. house it belonged to. But yeah. now I'm like, that seems crazy. It was a dog that was just wandering around the suburbs so much that we, we knew Dudley. And you yeah. see Dudley around just wandering around by himself. It's a great name, Dudley, isn't it? It's Dudley just, the Wandering Dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good kid's book. Yeah, yeah. It's an it's an interesting one. And then and then it, I guess I never had. I had a, a dog when I was younger, but never did it ever get close to being lost. I, yeah. I always get like, I think cats is one thing. People who lose dogs, like that's a good effort it, to lose a dog. It absolutely breaks my heart seeing those posters up because you know, mm. and, and, and it breaks my heart even more. Well, number one, we never know whether the animal was found, right? Because those posters, they're not going to go around and that's take the posters so true. down. Yeah. Yeah. But also when the posters are a little bit faded, yeah. There's, this, there's this sense that it's like the Titanic Like they're hoping for their loved one to come home I know I don't, I don't think anyone swam home from the Titanic <laughs> <laughs> $500 Titanic missing reward <laughs> But that's interesting as well Like on some of them You'll see the financial reward And on others you yes. don't And I got to thinking things, Other things in my life beyond pets would I offer a reward for those things? And what would those things be? Well, mm. well, just for pets, what's the reward for a pet? Like, I don't think I've ever seen the dollar value there, but you see that the reward is there. Yeah. So does that mean that if I have found your pet, Josh, let's say I found your cat wandering the streets, got it in my car, I rock up to your house or I call you and I say, I've got your cat, how much is it going for? <laughs> you say 500 bucks. Can I negotiate? That's what's crazy, right? That's great. Because thinking about finding someone's pet animal, as if you're ever asking for that reward. Right? Ah, unless that's so unless true. you're going dog bounty hunter and you're going out to like find this pet and that's yes. like your job. That's so, so, <laughs> so true. So this was, so, okay, like I, I think the last few patches, I've had a few harebrained ideas, but I've got another one 
business opportunity. Oh, here he goes again. <laughs> we we go we go scour the neighborhood and any animal we see, we put it in the back of a van. Like <laughs> we kidnap. Anyone. We kidnap, kidnap. animals. Left, van. right, and center. Wait. <laughs> Hang on, hang on. And it's got cages. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm just yeah, starting with cages, a demarcator. It's right? a free for all. <laughs> no, 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 no. Absolutely not. We want to keep them safe. Yeah, okay. We respect the animals. But we just accumulate animals and wait for the posters to go up. Yeah. And then eventually, once the poster's up, we give them a call. How much are you offering? <laughs> Just, We've got your animals. It's just pet ransom at this point. But they don't know because ultimately oh, it's a win-win because right. you're delivering their loved one back to them and you're getting money. And Where's the loss? Sure, they have, a, they sure. have a few days of sadness, but in the long term, they remember how much they love the animals. That's no, true. No, it's an interesting idea. I wonder if someone is down and out, with don't have a job, and they look around looking for these reward posters. Mm. Are they actually looking at it as a form of income? Income. You might, right? But I can't imagine you would have any strategy to find someone's lost pet that Great. would be any more successful than the owners themselves. Yeah, it's uh, a good point. Cats yep. under houses, tortoises on roads. <laughs> yeah, it's everywhere. But have you? would you put a money? I reckon $500 seems in my brain. That seems for a pet, cat or, or uh, dog. That seems for some reason that's in there for me. Because you're mm. wanting to incentivize someone to give it in. But, but also, like, if you come across a, a cat and you haven't seen a poster, yes. what are you going to do? Are you just, yeah. would, you, would you pick it up like after your... No, nah, you'd have to see the poster first. Otherwise, the presumption is that's just... But are you whatever. ever remembering the face on the poster? <laughs> no. Like, honestly, I think about how many animals... So if true. I'm going for a walk and I walk past a cat in a driveway, I just pat that cat. Mm. I'm not thinking back to the reward posters that I've seen and going... That face, it looks familiar. You should start taking... Do you reckon you take photos of the posters or take photos of the animals? You have to take photos of both. Both. Yeah, you need both. <laughs> and then you get Google to cross-reference cross the Oh, two. that's perfect. Yeah. Machine yeah. learning. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about... Do you, do you ever take a little ticket off one of the reward, reward posters? I've never taken a ticket nah. off a poster. Nah. Ever? Nah. nah. At uni, you must have. Nah. Nah, I don't think so. Really? What for? Like guitar lessons, it's, right? Yeah, it's either guitar lessons, modelling... Nude modeling, N- nude modeling, or some kind of scientific research. But I guess th- that was that was the that was the manual QR code. Yeah, you're wasn't right, it? it was. Now you don't need them. Now QR codes. Oh, yeah, of course. People, I saw a QR. I was at the sock the other night. I saw a QR code on the big screen. Whoa! <laughs> I tried to scan it and had to get really close to it. And ended up falling flat on my face on a player. <laughs> Um, just to go back to the lost items, Dion, have you ever lost something and considered offering a reward for it? Oh, I reckon, yeah. I mean, if you could, if you could offer a reward for a for a wallet, you'd do that. And wallet. the best thing to do with a wallet is just to say, "Keep the money. I don't care about yeah. the money. Give me all the cards. Give me the, is, right? give me the give me the leather. Give me the give me the thing that's going to cost me heaps so, of time to fix." So yeah. let's think about a wallet for a moment. What is that thing now? It's just the license, right? Like, we're rarely carrying cash in our wallet nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think for me personally, because I'm using my phone to pay for everything. Yep. What other cards? They're all on my phone, basically. A wallet is almost... Entirely redundant. Yeah. Well, it's pretty annoying, though, because the wallet's gotten smaller, which I feel like it's easier to lose now. So, I can never... Oh, I, I couldn't yeah. find my wallet before. Now, it's got nothing in it. I can't find it ever. So, do you... I can't see it. Do you take a photo of the wallet and put that up around the neighborhood? <laughs> It's a great idea. And then it says reward inside the wallet. <laughs> but you're right. Like in terms of everything becoming digital, I feel like it almost warrants like a celebrate, like a, a community celebration when everything that you have in your wallet turns digital. Like when, when Victoria gets a digital license, oh, the whole city's going to go up in flames. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My, it's like, yeah, bank card, <laughs> Medicare card, license. But like I don't really use them at all anymore. Nah, Medicare, you don't. Medicare, you get the app. Yeah, that's true. Did you know that? 
Uh, yeah, I've got the app. Your little beauty. Yes. No, but let's celebrate that. That's yeah, that's great. what I mean. So get, are we now and saying... And keys, get rid of them. Yeah, yeah, get so rid of them. So are we now saying the lost wallet isn't as awful as it once used to be? Uh, no. No, yes, that's, that's right. right. That's yeah, right. Okay. That's right. Because I still feel like there's a number of cards in my wallet that I probably don't need in there, to be fair, that yeah. if I did lose would be a massive pain. Yeah, it's, it's those fucking coffee rewards cards. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Just yeah. go digital, everyone. That's an easy win. Yes. Don't make me carry this card around. How do you feel about when you order your coffee, you pay for it, and then you're walking out and you notice they've got a rewards program? It's almost like getting them to backdate the stamping. Yeah. Would you ever say, oh, I was in here yesterday. Do you mind if you... I'll tell you what's a great <laughs> feeling. A double stamp from a staff member. When they go, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll just give you a couple. That's lovely. That's <laughs> Thank lovely. You so much. And then looking at the type of stamp and then going out and have buying you, it. Have you ever? I've fully <laughs> considered that sometimes. I go, that stamp seems pretty easy <laughs> yeah, to, uh, that to do. Or a whole, it's like a hole punch or something. Yeah, right? it's, it's someone with like a, a cross in a black text. Yeah, like, like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> this is so easy to stuff around. So, so where if you find, let's say that you find a wallet on the street. What's your first instinct? Where are you handing that in? I had this many years ago. I think I might have talked about it on the pod previously, but okay. straight away looking through cards for phone numbers. So you go through the wallet. Well, yeah. If it, oh. it might not, it's probably not going to be something you know, cool. but right. But like, I have a look what's in there because I want to try and get information because who knows? I don't know how the police system works. Mm. If you take it to one cop shop, yes. is that on the network then that you, they could go to their local station? And they would know it's been handed in the other station or it has to be that local station. That's what I don't know. That's a really good point. For me, it's open up the wallet, grab the driver's license, quick search on Facebook. See if it matches. See if you can match their photo to their profile photo. I think I've... I, I did that before and I think it worked. That scares me and I hate that, that you have to have a Facebook account for things like that, yeah, right? Like that's our, that's the digital library of all people on the, on earth. Well, mine worked because he had a key pass, which is like a, a underage ID and see if you can't get your license yet or whatever. Yes. And it had a phone number on the back of it. Oh. So I called it up and then they got in touch and the dad gave me 50 bucks because his son was a, a dimwit. <laughs> And he said that? Yeah. Did he clip him behind the ears? (laughs) (laughs) But he was just like, oh, yeah, he's losing stuff all the time. He's an idiot. And just gave me 50 bucks. I was like, no, no, no. And he's like, take it. I was like, okay. Great. Yeah, 50 bucks in my back pocket. Perfectly dealt with. Refusal, initial refusal. Mm. Then, yeah. And then snapped it up real quick. I was like, I I genuinely would have didn't need it because I was like, yeah, I just found it. It didn't cost me anything. Yes. Um, But yeah, that's the only time I think I found something and given it back. Yeah, no, but, not fancy. Got a reward for it. But yeah. but that's the thing, right? Normally we have this absurd trust. Like something's lost at a venue. You find the phone, you find the wallet, and you go, "Well, I'll just hand it into the venue." Right? Yeah, you send it the venue. You're handing it into someone who a staff member at the venue. For some reason, you trust them that they're now the gatekeepers well, of this, this thing. Ha- this mm. have a few things that I know. I'm aware of like at the cinemas, they'll have something that's been in lost property for like a year. Yes. And then at that point, it's like, if anyone wants it, you can take yes. it. Same at the bar there. Um, it's like stuff gets handed in. Semi- and a lot of it, a lot of the time, it does get returned to the people. But yeah, stuff ends up there for six months, seven months, eight months. It's like, hey guys, oh, who wants wow. it now? That's, that's not It's never getting returned. I, I had an interesting experience when I went overseas. I was waiting for my bag and it was taking ages after I got off the plane, waiting for my bag to go around the conveyor belt. And I was like, have they lost my bags? Is this the time oh, yeah. where they've lost my bags? And waited, waited, waited. But while I was waiting, I was thinking... This is an amazing system. Oh, it's unbelievable. Who, 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 why aren't, why aren't there heaps of reported, maybe there are lost bags of people just grabbing a bag, like either grabbing the wrong bag or grabbing or, or stealing it. 
What is that? Why? How does that system it's work so still? It's so trusting, right? It's yes. bizarre. Everything else in our society is not that way. Yeah. Yeah, this is free for all. Just grab your own, guys. Yes. Grab your own. Don't grab anyone else's. But also the lack of information about when it's coming. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, like people just congregating around an empty, rotating platform. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Waiting for a bag. Surely that system can be improved. I don't know how. I, I agree. Well, I went with my partner. We both had a bag each. And the bags came like 20 minutes up, uh, apart. apart. And I was yeah. like, how? There's got to be a system where they're pairing the bags together. No. Uh, no. It's just well, one after the other. No, no, no. But I want them to be I, that system. I think they have. You don't want that. Hang on, hang on, hang on. A bag at a time. <laughs> oh, Wait. God. I can see the look in Dion's eyes. He's about to get stuck no, we in. we checked in together. The sure. The bags shouldn't be arriving 20 minutes apart. But they might have just happened to be at the right crossover of the next trolley. But it's not like her and I, she's at the front of the plane and I'm at the back of the plane. No, we but get I'm seated s- together. Yeah, yeah, no, but I'm saying. So should all, the bags. But I'm saying <laughs> oh, all of it wow. goes on and it all gets chucked in. And then when they're taking it out, it might have so happened that yours was the last one on that trolley and then hers was the first one on the next no, trolley. No, I'm saying don't have it as so happens. How do they know as Col- so happens colors well, well then wrap your bags together in big thing of plastic mate no have they one, should do that have one giant <laughs> mega bag <laughs> what i think should happen is it should be the reverse of the way that you load the baggage so you go you say uh here's my ticket great load your baggage it yep. goes in it goes out onto the plane they should get everyone put them in a room Here's a cup of water, no problem. All the bags are ready. <laughs> no problem. You go line up at the exact same consoles and they spit the bags back out. So you say, Christian Pizzasali, uh, and they go, cool, here's your bag. And it comes down the conveyor belt. <laughs> your guys' ideas are adding Come so on, much man. work you know to this bullshit. I'm, happy, this I'm is great. happy to wait a little bit longer if I know that I'm gonna, I don't have to be that feeling of being scared that my bag's missing and everyone else has got theirs. It doesn't go in in a neat little queue. What? It just all gets chucked in the baggage. No, store. we know. want what a neat I'm little queue. Is there should be a step before the collection where they go, cool, let's break it out. This is seat, da 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 You go up, you say, I'm seat, da 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 and then it comes to you. Nah, this is rubbish. I'm, the, the I'm, I'm of- generating jobs, Josh. What are you doing? <laughs> now it's time to play a little segment we like to call Copycat, where we'll be imitating a sound that we've heard, and then we'll judge who did the best imitation of that sound. Can I just remind you of the first one we did? It was a squeaky mouse closing a squeaky <laughs> no, door. It was Tim Allen's grunt. Oh, was it? <laughs> we literally just spoke about that. <laughs> Not on air, we didn't. <laughs> Um, so the copycat this week is when you're lying in bed, middle of the night, a little mozzie oh. flies near your ear. Or for our overseas listeners, a mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> and Dion, do you want to kick us off? With pleasure. Sexy no, versions of the sounds. It's really weird because I knew what I wanted to do, but I didn't have the confidence to do it. This is what I wanted to do. I wanted to go. Just stop. You're, it's worse now. You don't get two chances. I just imagine Shocking. a mosquito in stilettos. Sure. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll go. That's also the other key part of copycat is we don't rehearse it beforehand. So yep. it's yeah, one and done. Yeah, if that wasn't clear after the first okay. one. <clears throat> That's excellent. That's unbelievable. Thank you so much. And Josh. Uh, 
sports. Oh, the dynamics, damn it! Nah, I think <laughs> I, uh, I think uh, you, Josh, you had the building block. Yeah, oh, you know, but it, it still it was, sounded too human because there was the yeah, mm, you, you yeah. Hear, but it was so the off mic. Oh yeah, because it to me it's about it coming in and going. Yes, you had the dynamics, but Christian's was very eerie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. very eerie yeah. about it. Not I, as not as sexy as mine, so I win. <laughs> <laughs> I returned to work last week and I was really, really excited to be back in the office. I am sick of working from home. It absolutely sucks. But I was in the office and a colleague was there and I looked down at his feet uh, where I expected to see shoes and saw shoes. Uh, And he was wearing a pair of Reebok shoes. And I was like, oh, they look very, very similar to the shoes I just bought. And I looked a bit closer and they looked exactly the same. I believe they were the same. They're about six months old. And it made me reflect on my purchase. And I was like, I can't wear these around him. Both of us cannot wear the same shoes. I cannot be that person who's gone, oh, I like your shoes. Oh, I'm going to go get them. I think it's a. It was a so, weird, weird feeling. Who who purchased them first? He must have purchased them okay. first six and months ago. I reckon. Can I? Can we? What color are they? They're white. Because I was gonna say mm. black or dark. You could get away with white's pretty iconic. No, no. Yeah. I, I think that now white shoes are basically on every More hipster common. everywhere, right? Or maybe not. Hip- I don't actually know. But white yeah. shoes are very common at the moment. They are. I think that if you've got some form of white shoe, whether it's got a little colour on the side or whether it's a Reebok one, they all look the same. It doesn't matter. Do you reckon? White shoes, I think it's more forgiving. I I think there's absolutely no issue with you both having the same shoes at the same time, but for people in the office going, same shoe, same shoe. That's the issue. Oh, yeah, you're right, Josh. Yeah, that's the issue. You don't want people noticing that stuff. Or when people on social media, if if they walk and if they come to work in the same outfit... And they post a photo of them both twinning. Like, yeah. Know, fuck oh, off. Yeah. I don't care if you're twinning. Say, if Go you're, home and if change. If you're the type of person who calls that out or, or says to someone, oh, new haircut, that kind of stuff, <laughs> just keep new it to haircut. yourself. Keep new it to haircut. yourself, idiot. <laughs> Why? Why don't you like attention being drawn to you if you got a new haircut? But it's not about it's not about the attention being drawn. Mm. Everyone knows. Don't make the obvious statement. You it's know, too yeah. obvious. You know what? Yeah, uh, yeah. You know what? Slack message is going to go around Dion's office. I didn't get the uh, white shoe memo, boys. Oh, <laughs> yes, oh, that's how. Oh, isn't that lame? <laughs> oh. Is that lame? Or the blue shirt memo? Yeah. Or they're all memos. That's a aren't fireable offence. <laughs> I think so. But yeah, it, it was a weird feeling because, and then when you're out in public and you you'll have you know that there'll be a shirt at home that you love, and you see someone walking by and you're like. Oh God, I've got that shirt. I've, I say I've never yeah. in real life had that happen. What's, really? What? Well, what? I, ha- I agree with Josh. I've never had it happen where I've seen someone wearing what I own. But I'm curious as to what that emotion was, Dion. You <laughs> see that shirt and you go, oh God. Well, I think it's the fact that you, you scour the world for a shirt and then you buy a shirt and you think, oh, I'm unique. I bought this shirt. And the thought that there are... Probably thousands of other people of wearing your unique style. Yeah, yeah. That's the thought that yeah, you, yeah. Was this person a similar body and shape to you? Ah, uh, they look better in it. I reckon. Yeah, well, there you <laughs> yeah, go. That's, that's probably sucks. it, right? That was the problem. That yeah. they're pulling it off better than you. I think so. Yeah, I think that was it. But you, you're telling me you've never seen someone wearing any similar article of clothing. No, where you're it, like, it, it, it has happened once for me. Now that I've just reflected on it, and it's very recent. It happened only a few days ago, but. The person wearing the T-shirt 
it, it was wearing it years after I've stopped wearing it. Oh. Now it's like a sleep top for me, whereas yeah. they're wearing it as like a new thing. Cool, cool, cool retro it's like top. a cool retro top. And I'm like, oh, well, it looks great like that, but, mm-hmm. but mine is all stretched out now. Because the only time this happened to me was I, found, I saw the shirt, literally the shirt I was wearing. It was on the racket savers one time. Oh, wow. Oh. And it was that point I went, yeah, this one's done. That was me going, this one's done. This one's done, <laughs> but then you pick up the one from savers and go, what a bargain. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just weird seeing it there. I was going, oh, someone else has owned this exact thing and gone, no more. No, no. Yeah. That defeats the purpose. Why were you even at savers then? It's to buy someone's old shit because it might be great on you. No, no. but I'm saying that the one I owned, I was like, if someone else has got tired of it, I should be tired of it by this no. point. No, no. That's, that's recycling clothes. The idea that someone's tired of it means that it... But that's their yeah. personal opinion. I'm sa- but I'm saying for me, my experience of seeing that on the rack, oh. it changed my feeling on the shirt that oh. I was wearing. Okay. I know what you mean, though. No. Because you're impressionable. You're saying, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, understood, and that's fine. Yeah, right. Like I think that any t- there's I don't necessarily see the same. Oh, what a big breath in! <laughs> it's not a big point to be made. <laughs> um, I don't necessarily see the people with the same clothing exactly, but for someone with my body type, which is a little bit stocky, right? I see them everywhere, and. I, I I have reflected with some of my other stocky friends. <laughs> we'll see someone walk into a place and go, I know what they're going for here. <laughs> oh my God. That is because, in your own brain. No, it's not because we're doing the same thing. I yeah, remember I was right. sitting with my friend Luigi, who is an ex-stocky man. Oh. He's now svelte. <laughs> um, and he, he and I at the time were wearing the exact same thing It was an open blue shirt mm-hmm. with a white yep. t-shirt yeah. Black jeans yep. and some kind of funky shoe, right? It's good look on you, I've seen it's, it Thank yeah. you very much, I've, I do it often yeah. And he was doing the same thing And then we saw another stocky man walk in wearing that exact <laughs> yeah, combo And we're like, we know what you're we going what you're for, doing. mate <laughs> yeah. and it, But you know what? It doesn't upset me because it's nice to know We've got the group think, right? It's irrational, but you feel comfortable knowing that there's other people in this group. So is that the attraction of is it the attraction of luxury brands? When I was over at Singapore, I went to this shopping mall and it was just all of those ridiculously expensive brands and I was trying to trying to work out what is the attraction here? Is it quality? Is it like but is it the fact that they only make like a like a unique number of these things? These people, I reckon the rich are obsessed with not seeing other people in the same clothes as they're <laughs> yeah. wearing. That's what it's mm, that's what that rich is all about. That's devastating, right? If it you would saw be. That out, like, I would think your so. version of it, it seems mild compared to someone who spent a lot but on But then again, flies in the face of a Gucci bag. I just don't <laughs> think we are the right three people to discuss this because I don't mm. understand it either. And mm. I know, Josh, you probably don't understand nah. spending love- thousands unless, on... Unless the quality is through the roof. But, but that's yeah. the thing, right? We don't understand it. It's nah. the same as saying, why would someone spend X on artwork? Or why would someone spend X on cars? Because those people have dedicated their thought and mind to spending that money on that because they enjoy it, right? Well, quality is always through the roof, isn't it? And just quickly, what what the hell does through the roof it, mean? It means it was so good that it broke through the roof. <laughs> uh, Excuse me, will this t-shirt break through this roof? Well, you could try, sir. One thing I've noticed in terms of the clothes that I wear that I used to have way more t-shirts with designs and things on them, be it like yeah. a logo, not necessarily brand logos, but like maybe... I don't know, uh, monk, Monkey Magic or, you know, yeah. some other, the Mighty Boosh t-shirt. What, just yes. something like, and it got me thinking, like, I I don't really get those things anymore. I buy a lot more plain things. And I was thinking stuff like, you know, a gaming design or something. I've got a Super Mario t-shirt. It's got a little mm, pipe yes. where the pocket is and stuff. I'm like, it's interesting. Do you guys have any of those things that kind of put you in a tribe that says, 
I'm one of this. And when someone sees that out, they go, he likes that thing. I think we are all tending towards plain clothes now because we are consolidating our wardrobes and going, I know the style that I want. I'll buy the plain things because I can mix and match mm. and it doesn't... I think like a, a Mario t-shirt or a big logo t-shirt kind of alienates you to that look, right? Oh, today mm. I'm wearing that thing that goes with that and that and that. Whereas if you've got the white t-shirt or the yeah, black t-shirt, put it with anything, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Is, it, is, it, is there something more to it though? Is it more... Are we more dull than we were? I wonder if it's just an aging... As you get older, your wardrobe gets plainer and plainer. Why? It's weird though, because you'd think that you'd want what you wear to be an expression of what you're interested in and yet you wear yeah. plainer things. I find myself doing it like those kind of design shirts, the older ones, they're like around the house t-shirts now. Yes. But yeah. going out of the house, it's pretty rare. Yeah, and I don't think I feel that, like for a novelty t-shirt, I used to wear a lot of band tops, but yeah. it's this idea yeah. of, of that expression of myself. I'm not sure that I feel strongly about anything now to go, have a look at this. This is the this is the group that I belong to. But Christian, a lover of music like yourself, a band t- Christian wearing a band top makes absolute sense to me. Yeah. Like you wear, like you go to a concert, you wear a shirt you really love. That makes sense. Well, now they just sit, like like I said a couple of patches ago, I've yeah. got 50 or 60, right? And they just sit in 50, my cupboard. 50 or 60? Because there's that period of time where I went to, when I was going to gigs, yeah. I would go support the musician. Local gigs, support the musician, mm. buy their shit. One of our friends, Lisa, um, who also is a fan of the show, and Christian and I were on her podcast, Reanimates uh, podcast. Hmm. Um, she was saying with her band t-shirts, she's got a friend who makes them into blankets. Yeah, it's such a oh, good idea. Oh, that's pretty cool. Such a good idea. So you don't have to keep a pile of 50 t-shirts, but mm. you've still got this great blanket and memento for all those tours and everything. That's great. And you get the body odor from them as well. That's <laughs> terrific. <laughs> have you had anyone with those band shirts, Christian, come up to you and go, hey, mate, love that band. And you go, cheers, mate. No, no, no. But I think that that's not what I'm looking for. What I like about seeing someone in a band t-shirt for a band that I like is I go, okay, my, my guard is down now. Like, I think that I really like seeing people in clothing that make me feel comfortable because there's a lot of styles of clothing, like anything that's excessively baggy or like highlighter colors. <laughs> I don't know how to deal with that person. I don't know where we align on anything. Highlighter color. Like, so you don't, like, to, like, you don't know how to talk to a tradie is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. High vis. <laughs> yeah, but also like really baggy tracksuit pants and a baggy jumper with like sneakers. Like that, that sort of look. high culture, like... Culture, yeah. I use Verticom as culture, like I, that whole space. I like it, but I don't understand where we align. So when I see someone in a, you know, oh, you're wearing a insert band name here thing that I like. Yeah. Great. Okay. I know that we're a probably going to align on somewhere. something. Yeah, yeah. Or if I see a stocky guy wearing an open shirt, <laughs> I know that we're probably going to have the exact same anxieties about <laughs> our life. How has it evolved that FM radio hosts are so much more annoying than AM radio hosts? Ninety <laughs> percent of the time, I ask you to repeat yourself. My brain will have processed what you said just as you start to say it again. <laughs> To whatever version of Christian it is that appears in photos, stop squinting. (laughs) You're ruining the photo for everyone else. (laughs) 
guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to thank you so much for listening to another episode of Welcome to Patchwork. Uh, this is a lot of fun. Just make sure, remember, we're on a comedy festival. Tickets are selling fast. Go to the Comedy Festival website. If you don't know it, give it a Google. What would you Google, Josh? Uh, Melbourne Comedy Festival. Yeah, and then uh, search Welcome to Patchwork. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and while you're reserving your seat, why don't you go and... Give Patchwork a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Mm, the Spotify thing's important because Spotify's just started doing ratings. Uh, just go to our show page and give us a five-star like, if you will. Or four. Depends how much you like it. No, no, no. no, no. Five, five, uh, five, 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 five. I just want people to be honest. <laughs> I'd rather honesty in advertising. I'd rather the people that feel the need to be honest not leave a review. <laughs> <laughs> During the week, we also put up Josh's Elf Slippers as an auction on eBay. Uh, we've included two Welcome to Patchwork tickets as well to our live show. So uh, head to our socials, bid. You could have two slippers to wear to two shows. <laughs> they're signed. They're signed they're slippers. They're signed as well. We're going to sign them. See if that brings the value but, up but or down. But they're not signed by us. <laughs> <laughs> signed by the original elf. <laughs> and as we do every week, we sew a new patch into our quilt of friendship. Josh, what patch did you sew into our quilt this week? My patch is you, Dion. So paralysed by the thought of seeing someone wearing your outfit that you leave the house completely naked. <laughs> Christian, what patch did you sew this week? Thank you, Josh. This week, I sewed into my patch me waiting for my suitcase at the airport baggage claim and then seeing my cat on his way home again <laughs> waiting for his. <laughs> and Dion, what did you sew into your patch this week? My patch this week is Josh putting up posters around his neighbourhood which say, Sexy Mosquito answers to the name of Dion missing since early January. Reward six premium beers and a full dishes cleanup. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patchwork for another week. I've been Dion. I've been Josh. And I've been Christian. Goodbye. 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 Yes, patches! Patches, 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 one, two. Fucking patches again! Get him off! Patches are on. Patches on here. Patches on. Patches on, patches on. Hit patches! <laughs>